Welcome to the Rising Star Project. I'm Angel Quintana, the founder of Holistic Fashionista, and I'm beyond excited to introduce to you amazing lightworkers and soulpreneurs around the world who are improving the way we live, one holistic modality at a time. But like any entrepreneurial spirit, they have questions, need guidance, and desire more clarity around their higher calling, their offerings, next projects, and vulnerabilities, so they may touch those who are meant to hear their message. And that is why we are here today. What you're listening to are the business mentoring sessions I'm providing for these exceptional people, using their astrological birth chart to shine a bright light on what planets are influencing their chosen life path and which signs have the greatest influence on their work. You'll also hear what's holding them back from achieving their deepest desires, along with aha moments that remind us how incredible breakthroughs can be. Due to the nature of these sessions, I kindly ask that you share your gratitude by sharing this podcast with others. By sharing these sessions, you not only will enrich others' lives, but you will also support the work of a light worker, a kind soul who's made it their life's work to serve others from their highest self. It is my hope and intention that by experiencing their mentoring session, you will be able to answer some of your own questions around what you've been called to do and what movement you're here to lead. From productivity to self-care rituals to marketing and leadership, each session is personal in its content and inspirational as we use the stars, the moon, and the planets to unlock the hidden treasures of being holistic leaders of tomorrow. Welcome to the show. Hello and welcome to the Rising Star Project. My name is Angel Quintana and I am the founder of Holistic Fashionista Magazine and Botanica. We have Valerie here who's going to be joining us as our guest today to do an astrological reading uh, for her business or her higher calling. And uh, since this is the first time we've ever had a chance to speak intimately and so that our audience can get to know you, uh, I want to welcome you to the podcast, uh, Valerie, and share a little bit about who you are and what you're up to in the world. Well, thank you. Thank you, Angel, for having me on your podcast. I'm super excited about this. Um, I'm currently in what some people refer to as the gap. You know, I am well known in the entrepreneurial world for Facebook ads and doing Facebook ads, but that has never really resonated with me on a soul level. I always knew I was here to do something more. And that's what I've been delving into is, is what that looks like, what my soul purpose is, what my mission in this lifetime is, and how I can express that. So that's what I'm super excited about. About. Um, I have a lot of passions around, you know, just holistic living and um, helping others awaken and astral, astrology, numerology, lots of things like that. So I am super excited for our time together today. Oh, good. Okay. Okay. So it's always interesting because I think a lot of us, we get, we get caught up in that in between, like we're, we have a business, but it's not like all the way aligned. Obviously Facebook ads, I don't know how that could be anybody's higher calling, but it's at <laughs> least a segue into, you know, internet marketing. So there's always going to be those skills that we acquire in that, you know, in between career as we kind of transition to what our soul is here to do. So we are going to be talking about karmic debt. 
Uh, we are going to be talking about your Kismet client. We're going to talk about, um, you know, hopefully give you a better idea or better understanding of what that higher calling looks like based on some of the moon and the nodes. And um, we're just going to get right into it. So I want to make sure that I'm crystal clear about what you want to focus the reading on. Is it what is the higher calling or is there something else? Yeah, it's what the higher calling is and, and maybe how that looks, how that is being expressed. Okay. Okay, so let's get into this. Okay, so let me make sure here. We've got, um, okay, I think I have something I need to, oh, okay. You know what? Give me just a second here. So you've got your, your son in Capricorn. So welcome fellow Capricorn. I am also a Capricorn. I always get excited when I see Capricorn in the, uh, the top three uh, planets that we're going to be talking about. So the sun, the moon, and the rising sign. So you've got Capricorn as your sun. You've got your moon in Libra and your rising sign is cancer. Okay. So Sun in Capricorn. Okay, so let's talk about this first because your sun is how you see yourself. Uh, the way that I see it when I do business astrology readings is it's actually your secret sauce. So it's kind of an interesting one here because Capricorn is very driven and um, very much, I always like to think of Capricorn as like the, the tortoise when it's like the tortoise and the hare. Like slow and steady wins the race. Like they're not going to get sidetracked. Even if they do, they'll keep going. They'll keep getting back up, all those things. So when we think about Capricorn, because it's an earth sign, because it's a very driven sign, something that's often overlooked about Capricorn, which is why I like to refer to Capricorn as actually the probably one of the more misunderstood signs of the Zodiac, because on the surface, what you, we show to other people is, uh, is the goat. We show the logical, practical, creative, um, driven side. Uh, a lot of times people call onto us uh, for our wisdom um, because on the flip side, what we actually are gifted at is understanding suffering. And that's the other part of Capricorn that people don't see because it's actually her fin. So the, uh, the symbol for Capricorn is, a, is not a goat, it's a sea goat. So it's the only earth sign that has a fin, meaning that there is this water element, which is why I think is a very misunderstood sign, because what she shows outwardly to the world is the goat, but the inner part of her is this fin. And that's what actually gives her this natural gift of understanding pain or suffering on a very in, uh, intrinsic level. So when we're thinking about um, your higher calling, we're thinking about, um, you know, what is it that we're here to do in the world? I kind of want to just plant the seed of Capricorn being that it's actually going to be your secret sauce. It's going to be the, the essence that you're going to sprinkle on everything that you do, but it's not necessarily how other people see you. Cause I don't see any kind of um, like, Capricorn stellium. No, I, I don't even see really any stelliums going on here. So, well, well, you've got some Aquarius going on here. So, so when we, when we, as we go through the, uh, the reading, just kind of keep in, in mind that Capricorn and this gift of, of understanding that melancholic depressive um, state, which is, can tend to be um, 
a, a pretty uh, pronounced characteristic of Capricorn. I don't know if you've experienced this for yourself. Um, it's probably not something that you show to the world, but it's actually, it's there and it's always there. It's actually part of the essence of Capricorn. Yeah. <laughs> okay, it's, I'm like, you it's get there. It. Been there for ever since I can remember. Okay, good. So I'm just making sure I'm not too far off here. Okay, so then nope. the moon, you have the moon in Libra. Okay, so the moon is how you feel. Um, it's your inner soul. It's all that inner stuff. And probably why full moons and new moon ceremonies are so popular right now because it's all about really harnessing and, and getting our feelings um, um, you know, aligned with our desires. So when we're talking about a higher calling, we have to most definitely look at the moon because that's going to tell us if we're on the right path. Because if we don't feel well, we're not on the right path. If we don't feel motivated, we don't feel creative, we feel lazy, we feel angry, we feel whatever that feeling is. If it's not feeling aligned, then we know that the moon is out of whack. So in this case, we have it in the sign of Libra. Now, Libra is ruled by Venus. This is the goddess of love, beauty. Um, she is responsible for all of our senses. Um, she is also in the tarot. She is the justice card. So this is about balance and harmony. Now, the shadows, which is what we really need to pay attention to when we're looking at the moon, is, um, is, the, is the part that we'll know when things are not running smoothly. Your inner uh, you know, physics going on are out of whack when Libra cannot make a decision. When Libra does not, she's like, oh, I have so many ideas, but I don't know which one to pick. You know, oh, I don't really know how to organize everything because she's more of the idea. She's more air, right? So she's kind of like, up in the crown chakra, thinking things through, but she never thinks them all the way through. So if you ever find yourself like indecisive is a great word, um, lack of commitment, a little bit aloof, um, the follow through, those would be the moon um, needs more TLC, meaning that Libra needs to go out and spend more time in nature. Um, she needs to write things down. Um, she really needs to commit to something. So she needs to maybe spend more time in meditation or spends more time um, with a business mentor, something that's going to ground her because she definitely needs more earth inside of her. So even though you've got this Capricorn, you know, leading the way, which is really harmonious, whenever you feel the doubt or indecision or I have all these ideas, I don't know which one to commit to, that's Libra saying we need to take a step back. makes perfect sense. Okay. So then the rising sign is in the sign of cancer. So this is interesting because this is actually Capricorn's polar opposite. Um, this is the <laughs> That's craft. probably why I feel like I'm torn in two sometimes. <laughs> right? I know the masculine and the feminine because, you know, Saturn rules Capricorn. That's the father figure of the Zodiac. But cancer is the mother of the Zodiac. So the way that actually people see you is cancer. They see you as this nurturing, loving um, community leader um, for her tribe. So this is going to be very important when we're unlocking the, the, uh, the higher calling because the way other people see you is actually a reflection of what problem you're here to solve. So when they look at you, they're actually looking at a part of themselves that they want more of. So when they see you as um, heart-centered, um, a, a leader, um, 
uh, nurturing, all of that water elements, um, psychic would be another word to describe cancer, um, ambitious, but secretly ambitious. Um, what else about cancer? Cancer has a tendency um, to be very um, emotionally connected. So when they're looking at you, when you when you, and we'll go into who the kismet client is in a little in a little bit here, um, they're look they want more of that nurturing quality for themselves. Meaning either they're not currently taking care of their emotions, or they um, see this driven leader, this mama bear, and they want more of that for themselves. So we want to actually turn up the dial a lot on cancer. So if like your personal brand that needs to be very um, cancerian, it needs to be very much about, you know, the nurturing, loving, like talking about emotions, talking, getting people to come to dinner, you know, getting them to open up because you have this natural gift of getting other people to feel comfortable talking about how they feel. Interesting. <laughs> Do people come and talk to you and, and share openly about them, their problems and things like that? Some do, yes. And, and it's funny you say about the nurturing and such because I had people say to me that I was like the matriarch. I was like the, the person they came to and felt comfortable with. But I don't have a lot of people coming to me or it seems to me I don't, you know, I have a lot more people coming to me for, for the Capricorn side. And I think that sometimes I am aloof and maybe I'm shutting down this part of me. Um, and I think that's also what I'm trying to balance right now because this part of me, I have shut down all of my life because I've always been in very male dominated industries and I had to be better, faster, more than them just to be seen as an equal. So I kind of buried this part of myself. Okay. So here's the other thing about Capricorn. Um, I kind of have a little nickname for her. She's Poker Face. And <laughs> because That's she, true too. Because she's not, she has all of the, that water, that like, that, that fin, it's just like all of these emotions, but it, it's not a natural state for her to, to bring them out. So even though it feels like it's kind of suppressed, it's actually like a natural state for Capricorn. So when you have cancer as your rising sign, it's actually, because it's not necessarily you. Um, the rising sign is how other people see you. So, but Capricorn is how you see yourself. So there is some, like you said, like confliction there of like, well, I'm not comfortable sharing that part of me. That's just my natural Capricorn state. But actually, other people see me as that. So actually, if I start sharing how I feel and I start talking about and being more transparent and more vulnerable in my marketing, I'll actually attract the person I'm actually here to serve. Makes sense. And of course, being vulnerable is what is extremely difficult for me. <laughs> yeah. So there is going to be some shadow work, both for um, um, Capricorn and Libra. Libra's not very, you know, like she can be very surface. You know, showing how she really feels is a challenge for her too. So there's definitely going to be some shadow work um, needing to be done with Libra and Capricorn in order to get the emotions of, so it feels safe to share. 
makes sense. And okay. I am, <laughs> you'll be happy to hear, I'm making strides with that because um, a, a couple of things real quick. One, I have been um, getting in meditation and through journaling, I need to get on video a lot more. I have completely um, shut down video. <laughs> Anytime anybody wanted me to be on video, I'm like, no. And now I'm being called to do that. And so that is something I'm, I'm currently working through. And I actually just started a video um, podcast. And, and I started a, a podcast actually is going to release this week called Empowering Sacred Souls, which is a lot of what you've been talking about, um, you know, as far as the nurturing and connecting and emotions and, and being transparent and being vulnerable. So oh, I'm working on it. that. Oh, amazing. <laughs> well, all of the work that you're doing right now is going, and once we go, I'm like looking at your kismet client, just smiling when we get there, but all every, if you, the deeper you go right now, the more that you're going to be able to serve your kismet client because she needs that too. She has also a problem with um, showing how she feels and admitting to all that. So we'll get into that. So anything you want to do right now, whether it's the podcast and the meditating journey, it's like go all the way in is basically what I'm, what I'm, you know, Okay. feeling for you. Okay. So Saturn, let's talk about the father figure of the Zodiac. He is basically, he can be a thorn in our side. So anytime we have challenges around um, making money, uh, around our higher calling, uh, anytime we are, are, you set a plan and we don't stick to it, he's basically going to discipline us and we're going to feel it and it's going to feel heavy. So you have it um, actually in the sign of Aquarius, which I think is pretty harmonious because Aquarius, she's a pioneer. Um, she's a visionary. She's got some, you know, outside the box thinking going on. So when Saturn and Aquarius get together, you know, the powwows, if you will, that they're having are, are pretty exciting because Saturn's focused on the plan. Aquarius is focused on the vision. And together they come up with this, um, this product, they come up with a plan, they come with a marketing strategy um, that is very um, outside the lines, which is exciting. So um, wherever you take this higher calling, just call on Aquarius because any, even though like, you know, you can do Facebook ads and you can do all these things, Aquarius is there to challenge you to, to go about it in a different way. Like, let's not do it how everybody else is doing it. We're still going to do it, but we're going to do it in a way that's our way been getting that a lot too and it's funny what you say about the plan and the vision and thinking outside the box I a lot of times come at things differently and in this transition if you will of what I'm doing right now what I'm getting is even though I know social media marketing internet marketing Facebook ads blah 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 it's bringing it all together in a different format a different package that the world has not yet seen love it. Love it. So like I said, this is a pretty harmonious um, planetary aspect, which is good because, well, we just had a Saturn homecoming um, back in December, 2017. It's going to be here for two years. So it's actually uh, a great time to be in good um, standing with Saturn because he's going to show results. And Saturn is responsible for monetary results. He's responsible uh, for opportunities and people to be put into your path. So the more avant-garde you can go right now in these two years, the more opportunities he's going to present to you to help you live out this vision. 
Understood. Yep. Okay. So let's talk about the nodes. We have got the North Node in Cancer. Got a lot of duality here. And then the and the <laughs> South Node in Capricorn. Okay. So we're back to Capricorn and Cancer. Here it is. Okay. So your natural gift is Capricorn. You're naturally driven, naturally a planner, naturally going to, you know, never going to give up, naturally having that, that secret fin, right? That poker face. So the gift here of Capricorn, though, is wisdom. She holds the wisdom, you know, torch. People go to Capricorn for wisdom. They don't necessarily go there for the, you know, cry on the shoulder. That's more for cancer. But Capricorn, you go for wisdom. So anytime that somebody, um, you know, comes to you with a, a problem, they're actually coming to you for wisdom. They're not just coming for um, what's the plan. They can, but the, what they're really going to get is um, they're going to get something that is, how do you say, has, it gives them something to think about. Like you're never going to be like, okay, here's the plan, go do that. It's like you're going to go, oh, what about da 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 and then they're going to be left, a seed will be planted. That's the the gift of Capricorn. She knows how to plant seeds inside of people. Mm. And I love gardening, so I can <laughs> relate to that so much. So, because she's not really, you know, she's not interested. It's, that's more Leo to be like telling people what to do or you should do this. Capricorn won't go around it that way. She'll give ideas and things like that, but she, her gift is more about planting the seeds, helping people come up with their own solutions, but she's very strategic about the seeds that she's planting along the way. Okay. So now the challenge, the challenge is cancer. Okay. So cancer again, ruled by the moon. So we not only have this water, super emotional um, crab who gets a little crabby, but we've also got the moon energizing the crab. So we've, it's like we've got two, two doses of feelings. So the challenge here is how do we connect with our emotions in such a sacred way that it leads us to our destiny because that's the North Node. The North Node is to challenge you and show you the path to this higher calling, to, to the karma that you're working through that will lead you to where you need to be, to the lessons that you're here to learn. So it is going to be about that reconnecting to the fin of Capricorn. It's going to be really about um, showing people um, maybe, maybe this is a good way to look at it because when I think about cancer, I think about the secret entrepreneur. When I think about Capricorn, outwardly an entrepreneur, like spitting in. So cancer, uh, um, is, is really about coming out of their shell and it's about you coming out of your shell all the way out of your shell so that it's nothing is a secret anymore. It's about you being a muse to your kismet client while simultaneously you're working through this karmic debt. So cancer is really going to be, um, I would say, deep shadow work, deep moon work might even be a better way to put this, um, really using the phases of the moon to help cancer come out of her shell, but to help Capricorn reconnect to, um, to the mother, to the, to the 
feminine, um, the, the, fem the divine feminine, you reconnecting to the divine feminine will lead you to your destiny. Because you've already mastered that natural gift of the divine masculine, which is Capricorn. So we're going to now reconnect to the divine feminine. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's really what I've been working on for like the past two, two and a half years. Um, really working on that and trying to bring that through uh, the divine feminine and, and come to a balance point within between the divine masculine and divine feminine. Love it. So it's going to make a lot of sense now that we're to the point of talking about your kismet client, because we're going to now wrap this whole thing up with, in a bow. So your 12th house you have in the sign of Gemini. And uh, your 12th house is responsible for your karmic debt. It's the things that you're here to work through. So similar to the North Node that will you know, lead you to your destiny and those challenges, um, this is actually um, your subconscious mind. It's like your limiting beliefs. And in this case, you have it in the sign of Gemini. And Gemini, um, this is the twins. So um, there's always going to be a yin and yang. There's always going to be a light and darkness. There's always going to be that polarity. So with Gemini, Gemini is great at um, getting out in the world and, 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 and being jovial and being, um, uh, being able to bring people together and being alive and being social. Uh, she's also really incredible, and I don't know if you write, but she's an incredible writer an incredible storyteller, an incredible speaker. You laugh. So funny you say that about the writing because that is a huge, 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 huge calling I'm feeling right now. So she's gifted at that. So the, the karmic debt for Gemini, though, has to do with, um, you know, because she's so intellectual, she is actually not that connected to her emotions. That's why I was kind of like smiling throughout this whole reading because here you are working through your, you know, your shadows, your, um, your challenges with all that cancering energy. But Gemini is here like she's putting on a mask. It's kind of similar to Capricorn, but Capricorn is not really like wearing a mask. It's, Capricorn just naturally just has poker face. It's like a natural state for her where Gemini, you know, she puts on whatever hat she feels like it because she's the twin. Oh, one day I'll put on this hat and the next day I'll put on the other hat. But the thing about Gemini is neither of those hats are about showing her real feelings. So your karmic debt has to do with you helping Gemini and work show who she really is, you know, peel the onion, if you will, so that she feels safe to show how she really feels, because it's going to be very uncomfortable for Gemini to do that. Now, simultaneously, when you help this Gemini archetype reconnect to her soul, reconnect to her heart chakra, reconnect to her moon, you work through all that stuff you're working through right now. Right now, you're doing all this work, but when you're doing that, you're actually working through your 12th house Gemini. So you, it becomes an amoeba. It becomes um, a pulse. 
as I work through mine, she works through hers. And when, when Gemini sees you, she sees cancer. She sees somebody who is comfortable in her own skin, who is comfortable with her emotions, who is comfortable with her divine feminine, who is comfortable with her mood. And Gemini's like, and Gemini, the, the archetype, that you, the, the, the Gemini that you're here to, to help, that you're here to serve, is finally looking at you going, I need to reconnect to me, to myself. I need to connect to my emotions. I'm ready for that. It sounds a little scary, sounds really foreign to me because it's not one of the hats that I'm used to wearing, but I think I'm ready. Now, the, the reason why she wants to work on this now has to, also has to do with your rising sign and cancer because cancer has to do with the mother. So either it's, a, it's literal, like motherhood, or it's that she's ready to lead a community and be the mother. Um, she's a secret entrepreneur. She's seen cancer. So there's a couple ways that we can look at this, and I guess I need to get more, some more information from you as far as, you know, this movement that you feel called to lead. So... A couple of things, and then I, I have a question about the movement. So, also, you're saying secret entrepreneur, intro, uh, introverted entrepreneur keeps coming to me. Mm -hmm. um, so, I'm not sure if those mesh together. It's it's kind of sounding feeling like it is for me. And it's so interesting you bring this up about connecting to the heart chakra and working through the emotions. That's one of the things that I realized how close my heart chakra was a couple of years ago. And again, the work I've been doing to open that up. And when I talk to people about balancing their divine masculine or their divine feminine, um, especially women who have been like I was in a very masculine environment, they're craving that other side of them and to get in touch with those emotions. So that speaks a lot to me. Um, Lewis Howe's Mask of Masculinity. I love that book, not from the masculine pers perspective per se, but for what I saw it for women and, and the mask similar to what you're talking about for the Gemini and, um, you know, continuing to hide a, beneath those masks and not getting to the core issues that are keeping us from doing what we're here to do from um, connecting with ourselves and uh, again doing doing what we're here to do and then the other thing I want to say is I'm looking at rolling out a pro uh, program successful from the inside out which I think aligns with a lot of what you've just said um so i leave it at that and then tell me more about what you need information wise from me well you kind of answer some very profound questions here because when you said introverted entrepreneur okay you know what i really heard is that gemini first of all is not introverted so that your kismet client is not introverted but her entrepreneurial dreams are Mm. Yeah. So it's like she's very extrovert. She's like out there, chitty chatty, being social, all this stuff. But she hasn't connected to her fem or her divine feminine. 
So a lot of things are, are still very surface, but the dreams are there. So it's, a, it's like she needs to reconnect to her divine feminine so that she can go out and be the entrepreneur. But right now, she's the introverted entrepreneur. I am getting goosebumps, literally. I know, I, know, to tell. I, I was like, wait a minute, this is it. This, this is, is it. This is totally, and uh, that's my sign. I mean, I'm still lit up head to toe, goosebumps. And it's so funny you say that because I've, over the course of the years, not only did I do Facebook ads, I did a lot of business coaching and, and some business coaching for, you know, top entrepreneurs and, and so on. But what I continuously found was that they weren't ready to be entrepreneurs yet because they hadn't done some of this work. So it didn't matter what marketing you taught them or what, you know, steps you laid out for them. They couldn't follow them. They couldn't embrace them because of this core yep. competency, competency connection, I guess is a better word, um, that they hadn't yet made. Absolutely. There it is. That's the problem that you're here to solve. It's getting Gemini to get real. She's got to mm. get real. She's got to stop wearing the twins' masks. She puts those on. She decides which one she's going to wear for the day, but neither of them will get, lead her to where she needs to go. Oh, that's profound. Thank you. Which is why, on a, you know, on a spiritual or soul contract level, you did the same thing. You know, you started with one of the hats with I'm, I'm going to help people with Facebook ads. You know, it served you, and, but it wasn't, it wasn't the soul's calling because you still no. needed to go down your own rabbit hole to work through the challenges of cancer that now are leading you to your destiny. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's it. As I'm saying, the more rabbit hole that you can go down right now in this kind of like probation period of like you're doing all this work, like just go all the way because your Gemini archetype that you're here to serve is like by the time she, you know, finds you and is like salivating, like you're going to have so many tools to teach her in order to help her come out of the secret entrepreneur or the introverted entrepreneur into the extroverted entrepreneur of like, I'm doing this and I'm coming out full force. Yeah, I love that. And that's, that's really what I see. Another thing that, that people say to me is you, you, not only do you nurture me and you nurture my inner child, but you make me feel powerful. You make me feel like I can do it. And I've never felt that before. There you go. Yeah. And she needs that because it's like, she's so gifted at the like, this, like, like getting people to like pay attention, like she's not going to have a problem with that. It's really like, can she get real with herself in order to put herself out there in a way that makes her vulnerable? I think that's where she's going to run into some muddy waters. And that's the problem that you're here to solve. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Awesome. Well, I want to make sure before we close today that you've had an aha moment, which I think we just had one. <laughs> yes. Yes. The goosebumps proved okay. it. Okay. <laughs> and then what, okay. So give me the game plan. What's going to be next? What, what's the next step in this, uh, this whole scenario? Well, first, um, 
what you said to continue to do the work and continue to go deeper and to continue to reveal myself and be vulnerable. And then I think it is to flesh out more of this uh, Gemini archetype and really, um, you know, and maybe I'm wrong here uh, because I just heard that, but <laughs> I'm going to say what I was originally going to say. Uh, and that was to, to, and this is my male Capricorn marketing side <laughs> coming in. That I always struggle with at, in this uh, realm. And what I was going to say is, you know, flesh out the archetype, flesh out who she is, what she does, where she hangs out, what her needs are, yada, yada, yada. Um, but, I clearly heard, no, don't do that. <laughs> so um, maybe it's part of what we were talking about and, and the Aquarius to go about even defining the archetype in a different manner mm. than what's traditional. Well, it is. And, and the key point here is you don't have to even map out the, the avatar or whatever. What you really need to do is just turn up the dial on your rising sign. Start showing up every day as cancer, community leader, nurturing, come join my family. Let's, you know, let's talk about stuff. Like, cause if you do that and the Gemini archetype that's ready for that next stage and you're stalking and you're talking about entrepreneurship and you're like, are you a closet entrepreneur? Come on, you guys, you know, and you're like creating this, this sacred space for them. That is going to already be enough um, to attract her. Um, obviously, you know, getting down to the nitty gritties of, um, you know, targeting interests and things like that on Facebook, she's very well read, you know, journals and magazines and books and all. I mean, that's very Gemini. She's well read. So those would be the, some of the interests, but really it's going to be more about you showing up in a certain way and that will bring her to you. I love that. And I would love Angel if you could give me some more insight around the writing piece, if you have any. The writing piece, um, just, okay, so your car, so Gemini. Gemini is like a talented journalist. Like she's really good at gathering um, the facts and like, it's kind of like the pros and the cons. So if you were going, like, let's say you were going to write um, a book and it was, you know, all about this concept of the introverted entrepreneur, for extroverted, you know, social queens or whatever. Um, and you kind of laid it out like, you know, here's the masculine and the feminine. Um, you're going to lay out this, you know, because she's all about uh, the balance of it, right? The, the twins, they're the mirrors of each other. So the divine masculine, you know, you know, it keeps coming to my brain. I, I don't know why, but like twin flame. Like a twin, yep. twin, right? Were you thinking that too? Yep. And I get, I've been getting that card a lot too. And it's so funny you said the mirror because I just did, I told you that launching the, the new podcast this week and I just did for the Facebook cover photo, I just mirrored the image I had for the album artwork. So it's literally two of the same women's in the image. See, the and I think that's the whole key here because Gemini you know, she wants to see her reflection, 
right? So like, what, so let's just say like, let's say you did like a Facebook ad or something and you wrote all this, you know, stuff about the duality and the mirrors and all this stuff. And there was this beautiful image. It was very much about the twins. But the thing that you wrote was like, come out of your shell, you know, come out of your shell and speak your truth and reconnect to your feminine and all that stuff. So you're kind of, you know, we're basically creating that synergy. It's like, we know we're talking to Gemini, but we're talking to her as she's looking at you as she's cancer. So there's going to be some tweaking in your sales copy. You know, you're talking to Gemini. We know the shadows and we know the problems that she's experiencing, but we're showing up as cancer. We're always going to provide, you know, we're always going to be conscious that the urgent problem that we solve is community, um, talking about the, uh, the feminine, uh, the moon, the um, connecting to your, um, your, your divine feminine, all those things. So we, do you see how it's starting to play off each other? That's where the, that's where the words mm -hmm. come into play. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Another thing I've been getting, which this is, is reinforcing that at, at least for me at the moment is um, small, intimate, sacred retreats. Love it. Well, you're going to have a very chitty chatty um, group of people. I was going to happen. It's going to be, you know, it's almost like Gemini is finally going to find her soul sisters. Mm, mm. That's a good she does, one. She doesn't have them right now. Mm -hmm. you know, she has friends. She has friends that she has. Fun but they're just with. surface friends. Yeah, but not the ones. That's what, that's what I'm saying. Like Capricorn, she's going to you for wisdom. Mm -hmm. goes to with, because she's just talk, 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 talk. And like this is how the, uh, one of my best friends is Gemini. So she'll call me and she'll be like, talk, 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 talk. And I'll be silent the whole time. And then she'll be like, okay, so what do you think? And I'll just say like one thing. <laughs> oh, really? So that's how it, that's the dynamic. That's what she needs though. She doesn't need all the fluff. It's like, she's full of the fluff. So you're there to hone it in and be like one piece of wisdom. And you, what did you just do? You planted a seed. Hmm. And now cancer is going to help her water it. Ooh, I like that. Cancer is going to help her water it. And I like the no fluff because that's, that's what a lot of people referred to me for Facebook ads. I was the no fluff, no BS person, you know, in marketing as well. So that, that carries over. But I absolutely love what you just said. And cancer waters it with the nurturing. Love it. This is so great. I'm so glad we got to do this today. I am too. So awesome. So, so awesome. And obviously a huge gift of yours to be able to look at someone's chart and break it all down. Not only break it all down, but then bring it all back together and tie up a nice ribbon on it. <laughs> it's like well, a just gift. Think of it like this, like all of these signs, like we can't, like not one is more important. They all need a chance to be heard. So just like always imagine that Gemini, Capricorn, Cancer, Libra, and Aquarius are sitting at, you know, a conference table, even though Gemini is going to be like, no, let's go to the bar. Let's go like have fun <laughs> or something, but they're having a meeting and they want to all like feel heard. And that's it. Mm. Now we're all giving them each a voice. We're making sure we feel 
amazing. Libra needs to be heard. If her feelings aren't being, you know, heard, then she's going to be upset. She won't be able to decide. You know, Capricorn, you know, she's always playing poker face, but she's always going to be, feel satisfied as long as she gets her piece of wisdom out there. Aquarius, as long as we're doing things that are a little bit outside the lines, a little avant-garde, she's satisfied. Cancer, you get the idea here. So that's what, it's really those five signs. Those are going to be your core. Those will help you lead you right to your kismet client and to your higher calling. I love that. Love that. And just to verify, because you were really on a roll there, Angel, um, cancer would be the nurturing, the watering. Yes, the, the water yeah. pull, coming out of your shell, the secret entrepreneur, um, balancing the, the divine feminine. And then Capricorn is going to be balancing, um, uh, is going to be using the divine masculine with that wisdom. But we also, so the challenge is always going to be for you is pulling, getting Cap Capricorn to come you know, share her fin and then cancer is going to be come out and share your, um, your entrepreneurial, um, you know, it's not secret. It doesn't have to be a secret. Let's just go full force, but they need to do, um, you and your kismet client together will be working through, um, that sacred divine feminine. I love it. Awesome. Thank you. Well, I want to thank you for being a, a part of the Rising Star Project. And for our listeners, I hope you guys had your own uh, breakthroughs today. And um, I'm wishing you so much success in your new endeavors, Valerie. This has been an absolute joy. Oh, thank you so much, Angel, for having me on. And yes, I'm, I'm excited. Awesome. I hope you have enjoyed this episode and were able to use this mentoring session to answer some of your own questions around your higher calling. If you feel called to step into a bigger role and shape mankind as we know it today, I invite you to check out the Holistic Fashionista Botanica and pick up the Rising Star Ritual Starter Kit, where you'll receive your astrological birth chart and a ritual to help you unlock all the beautiful kits that live inside your soul. You can learn more about the Holistic Fashionista Botanica at www.holisticfashionista.com. I'm Angel Quintana, the founder and business astrologer behind the Holistic Fashionista brand, and I look forward to serving you in another episode of the Rising Star Project real soon.